This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation, wherever you are and however you might be listening, thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Christian Brindle, for those of you not familiar, and every single week, my organization, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, brings you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Thank you so much again for tuning in to talk to me. And there's nothing that I like more than discussing one insurance company gobbling up another one. Um, We've seen quite a bit of insurance companies gobbling up another one. In the last couple of years, we've actually even seen some proposed ones. And a lot of people always want to know my take on it and if I think it's necessarily a good thing for the industry or maybe I think it's necessarily a bad thing. And there's two sides of this argument to be had. The first one is this, that on the negative side, it creates monopolies. It creates less competition. It creates um, you know, a couple of gigantic insurance companies that just kind of dominate everybody else and there's not room for for other companies to kind of come up and and do well and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then there's also the argument from those, you know, that think um, insurance, you know, companies getting too big is bad. You know, those are typically the people that want to break up Facebook and the social media companies and those kind of things. And there's that. The other side of the argument is that it's a good thing from the standpoint that it creates a bigger, larger, unified insurance company, to which point there's potentially going to be better products available from that company because they're a bigger company opposed to a smaller company. Now, that's not always the case, but sometimes it is. Um, I love talking about this kind of stuff, folks. There have been a couple of different acquisitions that we've talked about in the last couple of years. The most recent one was when Cigna purchased the company Express Scripts, Um, Before that, CVS, the pharmacy company, yes, this pharmacy company, purchased Aetna. And I did an episode last year about that that got a whole bunch of traffic, very, very popular. Um, And people seem to enjoy that quite a bit. And um, if you missed that episode, I can't remember the episode number to save my life, but I think it's titled something along the lines of why CVS slash Aetna could become the biggest Medicare carrier um, or something along those lines. I enjoyed making that episode, and I do not just look at this from the standpoint of an insurance broker, somebody that works with all of these companies. For those of you who don't know, I also am a stock investor. I invest money into stocks. I enjoy 
investing money into stocks. Now, I just started doing it about maybe a little bit over a year ago, and I'm still kind of learning the game a little bit, but I try to look at this stuff from the standpoint of a stock investor as well as a um, a, an insurance broker. And of course, my ultimate bottom line in looking at it from this standpoint is what do you need to know? How does this impact you? And this impacts you whether you have a policy with one of these two insurance companies and whether you don't have a policy with one of these two insurance companies, and I'll explain why. Number one is obvious. If you have a, if you have a policy with one of these two insurance companies, your policy is probably going to change dramatically, especially if you're the company being bought out by the other company. So that's number one. Number two, if you don't have a policy with one of these insurance companies, there um, is the potential of the company becoming stronger and then potentially there being a better policy available for you in your market if one of these companies is available. So there's a lot of different things going on here, a lot of different working parts. And the bottom line is this has impact on you anytime you see something like this go down. It might not look like it now, but give it time. And I always try to wait to kind of bring these um, acquisitions to your attention because they don't always go through. Typically, they have to get approved. Um, they have to go through quite a bit of um, approval processes and jurisdiction um, regulations and things along that nature. I remember years ago, it was probably at least two or three years ago at this point, before we started doing the podcast even, so it might have been even three years ago. We're not quite at two years that we've been doing this podcast, 146 episodes, I believe, in. I think this is episode 146. Yes, it is, episode 146. Um, but I remember Aetna had agreed to purchase Humana, which I think if any acquisition out there would have rocked the industry more than any other it probably would have been that one. I I was I I had the standpoint that if that acquisition had gone through that would have become the largest insurance company on the planet. If not top 3. So I always try to wait until these acquisitions have been approved. The latest I heard about it was um towards the end of December and it appears that this acquisition has been approved past all regulations, and will indeed happen. So I wanted to bring it to your attention, give you my thoughts, my opinion on it, and kind of what you need to know anytime one company gobbles up another one. I'll tell you everything I have to, to say about this, including which insurance company is buying WellCare, as you know by the title. What this means, again, my thoughts, and we'll just go from there. It'll be a lot of fun. But first, I have to take a break, hear from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I have a lot to say about this one. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's unveil this news. So the insurance company that's going to be purchasing WellCare is called Centene. Centene does Medicare, Medicaid plans. They do group insurance plans, I believe. They do Affordable Care Act, Obamacare plans. And as the as of the latest... Um, records, they have about 12.3 million members nationwide in 29 states. Now, WellCare is significantly smaller. So WellCare has, as of the latest um, records, for about five and a half million members nationwide. So Centene's obviously the bigger company here, and usually that's the case when one insurance company buys out the other. It's almost every single time. It's kind of difficult for a smaller insurance company to buy out um, a bigger one. Now, from what I read, I believe it was about a little bit under $16 billion that was agreed upon. So WellCare, um, the, the people that run WellCare are basically just taking the money and running from my understanding. WellCare is a company that has kind of an interesting history. And I know about this because I spent a year living in Florida, Tampa Bay specifically, where WellCare was originated, actually. That's kind of where their main headquarters office are, and that's where they started in Florida. And WellCare was an insurance company that was created by a doctor, um, I believe in the 1980s. And he built the company up. Very, very smart guy. I drove by his house all the time when I was living in Florida. And he essentially, to my understanding of the story, created the company, ran it until about, I think, about the year 2000 and sold the company off for billions. And then he went off to create newer companies later down the road um, called Freedom and Optimum. And I believe he's still running those companies, but don't quote me on that. So that's kind of the background of WellCare. Now, WellCare is probably the most well-known for Medicare Advantage plans and Part D drug plans and Medicare Medicaid plans, special needs plans, those kind of things. So... What do I think? Is this a good thing for the industry? Is one insurance company buying up another one a good thing? Here's what I think. I think it can be, and I think it can't be. In this particular situation, I think that it is. And the reason why I think that is simple. Neither one of these insurance companies are the biggest um, bullies on the block in terms of insurance companies, right? They're not the United Healthcare's of the world. They're not the Humanas of the world. They're not the Aetna's of the world. They're big companies. They're multi-million dollar companies. They have millions of members, but they're not, you know, in the 10 probably largest insurance companies that do Medicare plans or health insurance plans. So my take is simple. I think that the two of them, smaller companies merging together will make the company stronger, which then will allow them to more effectively compete against some of the bigger boys which will in turn force the bigger boys to improve their product lines, increase their benefits to in order to stay um, relevant and not be threatened by this new company that's gotten larger. So I think in, es in essence, it creates more competition. I do think if there's two or three insurance companies that are just head and shoulders larger than everybody else, I think they can just destroy everyone else in most markets. And you do see that in some places. So I think anytime two smaller companies can kind of combine and become a larger company, it is putting them in a situation that 
allows them to kind of combat the bigger boys a little bit more, which creates more competition. They're competing against each other. Um, they're more of a threat than they were before. You know, two is greater than one kind of thing. Um, and it, and the people that benefit are you, the customer, the consumer, the beneficiaries. Now, I think it can be bad if maybe, let's say, the largest in Medicare insurance company in the country is buying out the second biggest one and the third biggest one and the fourth biggest one, the five biggest one. Let's say we're dealing with a huge company. Um, I think that's bad because then there is no competition. So there's two types of acquisitions. There's acquisitions that create competition and there's acquisitions that um, destroy the possibility of competition. I'm for competition because without competition, the insurance company can do whatever they want. The people have no choice. They, they're not going to leave. And the benefits suffer, the policies suffer, and in turn, you, the policyholders, suffer. So I think this particular one is good, but not every single acquisition is good. That's my take. Um, I think that this hasn't been on the news as much. I think you probably have heard about Cigna purchasing Express Scripts. I think that was an interesting... Um, acquisition that probably didn't get a whole lot of attention. I don't think we talked about it. Um, I definitely was fascinated by CVS purchasing Aetna because CVS owns another insurance company called Silverscript that does Part D drug plans. And so they owned that insurance company and they also owned Caremark, which is a pharmacy third-party supplier. They, they, they've just had their fingers dipped in all different kinds of things from the, from a healthcare standpoint. And then they come in and buy one of probably the five largest insurance companies based on membership, health insurance companies, I should say, in the country. And that just kind of instantly makes them a, a tremendous player in the health insurance space. And they also own Silverscript. So I thought that whole thing was interesting to kind of see what they would do with that. Ultimately, what they ended up doing was selling all of their Part D drug plans over to WellCare, which we did an episode about during the enrollment period. So if you had an Aetna Part D standalone prescription drug plan, not a Medicare Advantage plan, but a drug plan only, it would and you noticed it turned into WellCare January 1st, that's why, because of that acquisition. There was just a domino effect. Anytime there is an acquisition that's of you know immense proportion, you're typically going to see a domino effect. A lot of different things are impacted. So with Aetna, we kind of you know can look back and kind of see how it was impacted. Aetna was bought up by CVS. CVS was able to combine Aetna with everything they're doing from having clinics out of their, um, out of their, their, their stores, you know, which they're starting to roll out more and more. And there was an article put out about it and I posted it on one of our Facebook pages saying, Hey, I said this was going to happen six months ago. And here it is. Um, trying to basically be top notch in every area of healthcare. They're going to own the, they're going to own the doctors, the providers, going to own the pharmacies. They're going to own the pharmacy companies and Caremark. They're going to own the insurance companies. I mean, it's they're really making moves in an interesting way. Um, and because of that, Aetna Part D PDP members had their policies sold off to WellCare. So they turned into WellCare plans, which now WellCare has been bought out um, by Centene. So a huge domino effect here. And potentially... We could have seen that WellCare and Centene, Centene might not have been interested in buying WellCare until they added on all of these Aetna Part D drug plans. I mean, there's just a domino effect that can happen in the industry. It'd be interesting to look back 
a year or two from now and kind of see one that what how this end up transpiring and having a domino effect of its own. Probably not as big as a domino effect of an Aetna and a CVS could have, but a domino effect is typically felt nonetheless. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to be right back. I have to take one more break. I have some final thoughts I would like to share with you about this. I will be back. You're not going to want to miss what I have to say. Don't go anywhere. What's up, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, host of the Everything Medicare Podcast. And today I wanted to talk with you about this week's sponsor, and that is my company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services. Did you know that Christian Brindle Insurance Services has a 99% customer satisfaction rate? Did you know that Christian Brindle Insurance Services carries all of the major insurance companies in the insurance industry, whether it be Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage plans, to help fit your needs? We want to extend an invitation to anybody that's been listening to us for some time. If you feel like you're not getting the most out of your Medicare and you live in one of the seven states we're licensed to do business in, that's Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Colorado, Texas, Florida, and South Carolina. Again, that is Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, Florida, and South Carolina. I encourage you to give our office a call today for a free, no obligation consultation. Talk with me directly, and let's see if we can find you something that can help you out in your Medicare journey. Our office number is 801 Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Essentially, folks, if you're a WellCare member at this point, you never know exactly how something's going to look after an acquisition. For example, CVS bought Aetna, and it's taking years for that to actually determine what that's going to look like. From my understanding, they're kind of going to they're going to kind of let Aetna stand on their own two legs, and CVS will be the parent company. Sometimes you see that. Sometimes the plans are completely rebranded into the new insurance company's brand, and they change dramatically. You don't really know. So I wouldn't be afraid. I wouldn't be trying to jump ship on your particular policies. Um, in my opinion, I think that what it comes down to is simply this. Let's wait and see how this transpires. And even if it does get rebranded to the new insurance company, that doesn't always necessarily mean it's a bad thing. We just don't know enough at this point. We, all we know is it's just barely been approved. Insurance company acquisitions take years typically to fully integrate and change everything over. So keep that in mind. Years ago, Aetna bought out a company called Altius, also known as Coventry, which you know was one company that bought out another as well, two smaller companies, and then the, the big Goliath company came in and bought them in and Aetna. And Altius remained Altius, and Coventry re- remained Coventry for several years until they were completely just transitioned into Aetna programs. But it took years for it to happen. You never know how an acquisition is going to have things turn out and how things are going to look. So keep that in mind. It doesn't always mean one thing. It doesn't always mean another. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to me today, folks. 
As always, um, we don't forget we are in what's known as OEP, Open Enrollment Period, which goes from January 1st to March 31st, which basically, you, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you're allowed to change it one time during the OEP to either another Medicare Advantage plan or original Medicare with a Medicare Supplement plan. We can work with you. If you'd like to just compare your plan just to see if there's anything better, we work with all of the different insurance companies in basically all of the markets in Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, that's Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, South Carolina, and Florida. Our office number is 801-255-5340-801-255-5340. Give us a call. I'd love to talk with you. And who knows, maybe we might be able to help you. And as always, folks, if you don't live in one of those states or maybe you're just content with your plan and you just like hearing how you can maximize your plan, which I can definitely appreciate, um, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, please do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us um, also some feedback on what you like about the show. And we just love hearing from you. It helps us reach more people just like you as well with the algorithms. There's millions of people all over the country that are confused about their Medicare. You can help be a solution to that by helping push our information forward to more ears that need to hear it. Thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. I care um, so very much. I hope that our audience sees that, and I, I think that you do. We'll be back with you with another episode on Saturday, which I will be having a guest. You know him, Randy W. Hall. Did some work together during the enrollment period. We're going to have a fun episode for you, so you're not going to want to miss that one. Take care. Have a wonderful day, everybody.